if you have ever been to therapy, either for yourself or to couples therapy, or maybe a group therapy, you would know that you discover new perspectives to adopt or perspectives to, um, or I, I guess that you would remember that you have had, but you forgot about and then you realize, wow, yeah, that is, that is me. That is something that I know. You just reminded me of that, you know, is, is something that sometimes would be said in a, in a session. So I had one of these sessions. I, I do therapy. Um, I think it's great. I think everyone should do therapy. Um, you know, it, it, I think there's a lot of misconceptions around therapy. Um, but, you know, for me, I just like talking and making sure that I am making as few mistakes as, as possible, you know. And, you know, aside from Broken Anger Club, I run uh, two other businesses. And then I also do investing. And although that's not a business, that is something that takes mental energy, among other things. And so the last thing that I feel like I can also do is personal development, self-improvement, all of my own as well. And so that's, uh, that's why I seek therapy, because I think it's a great, I think it's a smart thing to do, especially if you have multiple things to think about. Emotions are complex. And so to think about how do you manage that? How do you understand, how do you understand yourself while at the same time, then with the complexities of running a business, oh, you, it's like you're bound to burn out. And I don't want to do that. I think I've done it in the past. And so therefore, yeah, that's my, that's my pitch to uh, why therapy uh, might be helpful. Anyway, in therapy, I talked about swinging. And I've always known that there's a element of transparency or a large element of transparency when it comes to swinging that I like. And there's a large element of honesty um, that I like as well. But I always know that there could be a way either based on my age, you know, or past experience or my lack of, or based on an ideology that I may adopt without knowing or knowing, or some people have religious beliefs that all of which can blur a reality that you're living in that you may not be aware of. In other words, are you fooling yourself into thinking that what you're doing is one thing versus another thing? And so that was the premise of what I was asking my therapist about swinging is, you know, are we fooling ourselves into thinking that this is a good thing or that it's at least not so much of a bad thing to do? I've had these conversations and I had realizations before in the past, but I like to revisit them because again, who knows? Sometimes, you know, you can be biased or misunderstand or change your mind over time about how you view different things that you do. So, and she explained to me that excitement 
is sometimes, a lot of times, actually, at the core of these parties and why people go. And the lack of excitement in relationships is actually very normal and healthy. So typically when there isn't much excitement in a relationship, it probably means that there is some consistency going on. And so that consistency creates a predictable everyday life aspect to things that becomes boring and unexciting. But what you get in return is stability. And that's really good. You know, that's not necessarily easy to do. Uh, if you compare your life with the rest of people's lives across the world, I mean, you're living great if you can find stability. So that's good. But, you know, boredom can can come out of that. And especially if you have kids, you know. And so therefore, excitement or, or the lack of in a relationship is normal and it's okay and it's healthy. What's not okay is when you seek excitement outside a relationship and now that seeking creates dishonesty, such as unfaithfulness, um, creates arguments, among other things. And so the trick is how do you maintain or find excitement together in a relationship while it adding value to relationship as opposed to taking value from it? And that's where swingers come in. I think in general, well, I can't speak in general, but I think in a lot of cases, swingers typically wouldn't like their other to cheat on them. I think even more so than so-called regular people or non-swingers. I think it would actually be hurtful for them to know that their other, that their partner is being unfaithful. And so what they do instead is they channel that, they convert that into something positive where they, where they say, you know what? No, we're going to create excitement around this and we're not going to let this be a vulnerability in our relationship while at the same time making it at least possible that the likelihood of being unhealthy will be significantly lower because there's this transparency, there's this openness um, when it comes to sex with other people. And ultimately, that could be a good thing, as I said. So when it, when it comes to excitement, when it comes to swingers, what I've realized is that as long as you're being open and honest with each other, or moving towards that direction, then you should be happy. You know, society, at least in American culture, has sort of frowned upon swingers and, uh, you know, as well as people who are bisexual, homosexual. I mean, the list goes on of, of what things society has frowned upon. But doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad or that it's black and white. 
you can't take to heart what society thinks. Because at the end of the day, you know, society has changed over time. So the overall narrative of what people think, believe in a culture, you know, doesn't stay the same. It changes over time. So it's not something that you should put your full trust in, in terms of adopting the beliefs and holding them as absolute truths. And that's easier said than done. You know, you might be open and transparent with your partner, but in the back of your mind, you feel like, ah, this is wrong. But, but what's actually wrong with no question, because again, society changes its mind, so to speak, and it, and it evolves. So what might be wrong or right in one year could be completely different the next year or the next 10 years. So that's why I say it could be, you might say that it's wrong, but why are you saying that it's wrong? You might say that it feels wrong, but why do you feel that it's wrong? It ultimately may come back to a social norm that seems to conflict with what actions you're doing. So it's okay to understand that and to feel that, but just take it for what it is. It's a social norm and you're very perhaps connected to it and it's hard to break free from that but really think about the alternative and when you think about what's wrong deceit dishonesty those are wrong because then it destabilizes the foundation that is built. And we're talking about invisible stuff. Trust is invisible. You know, it's not like it's, uh, it's not objective. It's not like you can physically see it and know it's there. So it's hard. You have to do whatever you can to maintain that trust. And there isn't trust, then that will break a foundation. So that means that if you are with your partner and you're swinging and, you know, whatever that means to you, but you're being transparent about it, you may think that because your partner is with another person or vice versa, that you're doing something wrong. But fundamentally speaking, the trust is still there because you are both open and honest about what's going on and expectations. There might be hurt on top of that, but the foundation of trust will remain and hopefully become stronger. If you could put it simply, all couples struggle with eventually lack of excitement. That is not necessarily bad news, it means they've solved the complexity of finding or creating a stable life. They solved it. Congratulations. You've done so well that now you're bored. <laughs> so good. But you have a new problem. The new problem is, well, we're excitement seeking beings. 
how do you solve that problem? There's a lot of ways you can do it. Of course, swinging is not the only answer. But if it is something that you are doing and or willing to try, it's a great world because it solves other problems, age-old problems that people have struggled with in relationships too. So make sure you're open and honest with your partner because that creates the foundation of trust that will help sustain the relationship despite any hurt or mistakes that happen. The only way a relationship can really fail, as far as I can tell, is that there is no foundation or very little foundation of trust. Trust is your sort of bodyguard for your relationship. It protects your relationship from getting hit by the mistakes that may happen along the way. Make a mistake, you know what, it's fine, honey. You made a mistake. But you don't go with, you made a mistake and we need to end this. The difference is one relationship has a foundation of trust and the other one does not. So swing on, have fun. It, it's a struggle because I know society frowns upon it, but you know, society has frowned upon many things that they no longer do. Anyways, that's my two cents and what I've learned so far thinking about swinging and talking about swinging and therapy. And um, I hope it's helpful. And again, come out to Book and Iger Club. Enjoy yourself. Really enjoy yourself and truly have fun. And when you meet other people, understand that they're in a similar situation than you are. They love someone and they want to make it work. And together, even as just friends, you can help each other make love last longer. So until next time, I'm Josh, your host. Thanks for listening.